Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Bringing up bad memories, you know. I had a bad last segment. Austin's bringing up bad memories. And you were you in a good mood. I was in a great mood today. I was in a great mood. No, I'm not. It's okay. In fact, I, I don't. Let's not put that last segment in the podcast. Let's just <laughs> let's forget that. Huh? The man who falls down. It's not that he fell down. It's that he how, how quickly he gets back up. Well, you know. Now I've got a got a headache. Austin's <laughs> dragging me down. <laughs> you got a long night ahead of you, man. Come on, buck up. Let's go. All right. Let's uh where do you, where, what's next on the list? BYU loses to St. Mary's. The only child can't play in that game. He's got a issue with his finger. We mentioned this the other day. Which Utah team is most likely to make the tournament? Is it still BYU? It is still BYU, and that's not a terrible loss for BYU. You lose to a St. Mary's team in overtime. You know, BYU likely gets into the tournament if if uh, the West Coast Conference is a three bid league. That's is it, the other bid. That's the other bid. Well, that's going to be that's going to be the question because it has been in the past. I mean, we've seen all three of those teams get in. So. Mm. But I yes, I think BYU right now is the most likely. Utah State just is bumping its getting yeah. a little bit. Yep. Well, you lose to Air Force. That's not a good loss. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Russell Wilson, uh, he writes in-depth scouting reports. Jake, did you see this story on every single Seahawks opponent? And then what does he do? He quizzes his receivers on them and gives them money if they get some of the answers right. Well, see, there's a way to get it done. So, what what questions? If we were to ask Austin uh, various, you know, give quiz him on certain things, what would we want to ask him? I don't know if I want to go down this road. <laughs> like quiz him things about his job. <laughs> yeah. Well, you wouldn't know if he was giving you the right answer or not. I know I wouldn't. You'd say, "Hey, how do you how do you route a show to a signal in the rack room?" I mean, Austin could could go in there and hit something with a hammer, and you'd He's be like, "Okay, good words. job." Yeah, he has never heard those words. That's a good route. Like, rack, 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 rack room. Route. What show? <laughs> you wouldn't know if he was if he was right or not. I remember back at the old place, we used to uh, I used to do a Sunday night uh, hit on TV, and I'd have to come in to the uh, studio and line it up myself all the equipment and everything get everything just so turned on properly and everything and one time i came in i just couldn't couldn't get it to work shocking (laughs) but most times i did get it done you know one way or another 
once you commit some of the memory, it's like a, it's, it's like an iron, tra- it's like a steel trap in there. So the one time you had to produce something for yourself, mm-hmm. you, you brought that up. <laughs> I did mess it up somehow. I couldn't get anything to work right. Uh, and I had to turn on the camera and all that stuff, too. So let me ask you this weird question, all right? Okay. Would you rather sneeze once a minute or burp, cough, uh, release gas, or have an itch? For 24 hours straight. And then it's over? Yeah. But sneezing once a minute for the rest of my life? No, no. Just for just for 24 hours straight. Oh, Sne- I... Sneeze, burp, cough, fart, scratch. Which one? I'd take the sneeze. Would you? Yeah. I don't hate sneezing. Sneezing once a minute? For 24 hours? Yeah, it's a lot of sneezes, but the, but all that other stuff sounds horrible for 24 hours. Yeah, but, yeah, but sneezing takes a lot. That's a lot of energy because you got to blow a sneeze out. It can't just sort of, you know, some people, they try to hold back the sneeze. It's kind of, hmm. Yeah, that's not healthy. I, I feel no. like that's not good for you. A sneeze you needs let it to fly. Be, a, sneeze, a sneeze needs to be let loose. I agree. So which one would you pick? The sneeze, I told you. <laughs> Why? Why not? Because it, I just said. I don't want to pass wind for 24 hours. That sounds terrible. <laughs> all simultaneously, by about, the way, all that burp. stuff at the same time? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Give me the sneeze. Have you ever what, What's the point of this? I don't know. Just You're the king of would you rather. I know, but the, is this coming from somewhere? No. Okay. You were just randomly thinking about this today? Well, well, I know somebody had the hiccups. And it, it looked miserable. Uh, I actually, I, I had a, a buddy in college's brother had the hiccups. Was he went on like the like Letterman and stuff because he had the hiccups for like seven years. What? Yeah. And did it finally stop? Yeah, he, they, they finally went away. How? I don't know. All right, LSU Clemson. What to watch for, Jake, and what to expect? Is LSU just going to romp? I mean, I understand when we talked to Josh yesterday, he was talking about how Clemson has these athletes and all this stuff. LSU just looks formidable to me. I agree, but Clemson did have the tougher semifinal game. Beating Ohio, that was a really good Ohio State yeah. team, and, and they were able to pull that out. Whereas, LSU just made it look like they were on cruise control. Yeah, but Oklahoma stinks. <laughs> yeah. All that stuff, when we were comparing Utah to Oklahoma— uh, down the stretch and those sorts of things. I mean, it, it turns out that Utah wasn't as good as we thought, but all that stuff we were saying about Oklahoma, that remained true. They they really kind of limped in, and this was not their best team, and they've stunk in the semifinals for years. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. Everybody says Clemson didn't play anybody, and that's really true, but they did beat the better team in the semifinals. What was the final of that game again? Here, Do you remember? Look at, I'll look it up. Hang on. Anybody know? Okay, I, I've lost it. But I just the reason I ask is I wonder how many points LSU is going to put on that Clemson defense. Because the Clemson defense is is good. Uh, let's see, 29-23, Clemson over right. Ohio State. Okay. So if Ohio State scores 23, how many will LSU get? I think it could be high 30s, maybe 40. Wow, you think LSU's offense is that much better than Ohio State's? Because Ohio State's offense is really good all year. I'm just very impressed with LSU. Joe Burrow, it, 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 
I don't know. I, I, who knows? This is why I don't bet on sports. But that will be interesting to see whether if the defenses rise to the occasion. Because some people have said LSU's defense might be susceptible. I I think uh, see you're leaning LSU blowout or LSU in a close one. I I think Clemson has more uh, than a than a healthy shot. And in fact, the the spread is LSU minus six. I'd yeah. take I'd take Clemson in the Would points. You? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm eager to see how that one's going to turn out. By the way, I wrote a column that was in the Tribune today that the NFL has the best postseason in all of sports, college and pro. Would you agree or disagree? I would agree. Yeah, I, I I would agree. I mean, it depends on if if you're a series guy. You know, uh-huh. there there are folks out there that really love series. You know, baseball fans are obviously you know. Uh, or do you like the one and done nature? You know, are you a college basketball fan? Do you like the one and done nature of it? Because the NFL kind of has that one and done feel. But well, some people love the immediacy of right. uh, a beginning, a middle, and ending all in one package. Boom, done. And then you move on. Uh, and some people would argue, as opposed to the NFL playoffs, the NCAA tournament, like you brought up. But to me, that's not as good because the players themselves aren't as good. These are the best football players on the planet at the top of their games going at it. Uh, the NCAA tournament has a bunch of teams where, you know, the players, you know, somewhat marginal at times. So, for me, it's the NFL playoffs. But I I hear what you're saying with the series uh, because of the drama that arises as the series progresses. Some people like that. And then if you like strategy, you can see how, okay, game one, one team gets beat by the other, but then the other team makes the adjustments and then comes back and wins. And then the other team makes adjustments and then they come back and go. You go back and forth. Of course, in baseball, the whole reason – that the series is uh, seven game, best of seven, is because, uh, well, originally it was like three games, but then someone decided, hey, wait, you need to be able to ha- use utilize more pitchers than that. So then they went to seven games, and they went to nine games for a while, and uh, but people weren't showing up for uh, the game eight and game nine. They were sort of tired of it. And so they went back to seven, and and then that's what happened in pro sports. You know, it didn't matter whether you had pitchers or not. Suddenly, hockey and the NBA and other other uh, sports are are going to the seven games. So, some people like that. I think and may, baseball fans probably think seven games is fine, but I think seven games is too long for basketball. I think it's too many games. I wish I wish all the five? I wish it was best of five, start to finish. Start to finish. Because I I feel like a best of seven in basketball, you take the upset out of it too much. You take the upset out, but don't aren't you the one that is uh, loves to have a certified the best champion? Team, the yeah. best team win. I do. Yeah, I, I, I do. So maybe this is a little bit conflicting there. But, I mean, I'm not saying, you know, take it down to NCAA tournament style. I feel like five games you probably is still a, a, a test for the best team. But, I mean... We just see really so few legit upsets in the NBA playoffs. Mike Leach had his uh, <laughs> he had a classic Mike Leach introductory press conference at Mississippi State. Uh, I wonder how that's going to go down there. I really do because Mike seems like the kind of guy that we all look at his shtick, hear his shtick, and we think it's funny. But once you're there and once you're around it all the time, I wonder if it remains that way. 
Probably or, not. Or if people there in Mississippi are going to be going, what is this fool doing? It will only work if, if he they wins. win. That's it. And he's playing in the toughest division in college football. And I don't know if he's going to win there. I mean, not many people have won at Mississippi State. Yeah. We'll see. I, I think he does have the right kind of maverick personality to, to maybe be successful there. I don't know how much they're going to win, but they'll win more than they lose. I would mm. guess it that way. I don't know about that. Speaking of Mississippi, uh, what state would you least want to live in? Hmm. What state would I least want to least live in? Least want to live in. Oh, it might be one of those northern Midwestern states where it's like humid cold for most of the year. Like uh, Wisconsin. But see, I like Madison's awesome. Like mm-hmm. I, I visited Wisconsin. Wisconsin's great. And in Chicago's cool. How about like Vermont? Well, Vermont seems nice. Well, it's beautiful, but it's cold in the winter if that's what's uh, dragging you down. Or would it be a place like Mississippi where it's humid all year long and there's, I mean, I lived in the southeast for what, a while. I, what, I like the climate. What attractions are there in Mississippi? I don't know. A lot of bugs down there, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of hurricanes but, blowing through. Biloxi seems like a cool town. <laughs> Have you been to Biloxi? No, but I, I'd go. It sounds awesome. <laughs> I don't know. Would you, would, you, would you like extreme heat or extreme cold? Or do you want a mix? Do you want a place where there are seasons? See, I, I suppose it's, I really like that about Utah. We have all four seasons very distinctly. Yeah, yeah. we do. But some, I don't people, want to live some s- people do get tired of the cold here. Maybe Arizona, because I, I, I don't want... You don't want that heat? I don't want that heat in the summer. I'd rather have the cold in the winter than the heat in the summer. Uh, well, there, there, there are those who say, well, you can just put a coat on, or you can wrap a blanket around you if you're cold. But when you're hot, you're hot. You turn on the air conditioning. And that cost us a fortune. <laughs> All right. It is the big show. Stay tuned. We'll have more of the list coming up next. Not Sports Port at 450. And we'll talk a lot of Utah Jazz basketball. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. So put your hands together and please welcome. This is Utah's best sports radio. Guess who's back? You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding you forward on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thanks very much for making us a part of your day. Hey, quick fact for you, Gordon. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll move on with the list. I just saw this. More people watched Game 1 of the Jeopardy! Greatest of All Time tournament than watched Game 1 of the NBA Finals or the World Series. That's the next item on my list. Oh, was it really? Yep. Oh, sorry. I just, uh, no, it's fine. I, I just been... ran across that. Yeah, I saw that. What does that say? Uh, that uh, that sports fans are a big segment of our population, but not all of our population. Yeah, there are a lot of people who are into that. And quite frankly, there are a lot of sports fans who are into that, too. 
And as we said the other day, it was a terrific idea, the, doing this greatest of all time. Did you the, read that Ken Jennings wasn't even going to do it at first? Uh-uh. And now he's just like, isn't he killing it? Well, I'll tell you what, everybody gets at least 250 k If I'm Ken, I- gets a million? Yeah, if I'm Ken, I'm saying, how much? 200? Yeah, I'll be there. I'll, I'll... <laughs> That might be motivation for you. I'll, I'll be Is there. He, does he no longer live in Utah? Does he live somewhere else now? I don't know. I thought he lived here still. Huh. See him tweet from time to time. He's he's a pretty good follow on Twitter. Do you follow him? Yeah. Oh. Like what? What's he, tw- what's he tweet out about? Just random stuff. Trivia? Not really. Are you rooting for him? Of course. We were talking about this the other day. It's kind of like... Kind of like Tony Finau, you know. It's a it's a salt liquor on the on the grand stage. <laughs> I don't know whether he lives here anymore. Will someone find that out? If you know whether Ken Jennings lives here, let us know. So now we're stalking Ken Jennings. No, I just want to know because didn't you say he used to listen to the show? Uh, Austin said that. Oh, all right. Well, we let's root for him. But it's a source of pride, right? He's a big show listener. Let's root for him. And Jeopardy's great, right? Doesn't everybody love Jeopardy? Yeah, I like it because I like trivia. But I know some people that are crazy for it. But pretty wild that it outdrew the NBA Finals in the World Series. I know people who record it and go back and watch it later. Mm-hmm. I've never reached that point. Have you? Uh, no, I don't DVR Jeopardy. No. Who's the toughest athlete you've ever known? I've ever known personally. The toughest. And I don't mean necessarily the burliest, the toughest that beat you up. I mean, just the one that uh, had it, it, I mean, just come, come, no matter what was coming in front of him, he was going to play and he was going to play tough and he was going to play well. That I knew? Well, that I you mean, know of. Oh, know of. Because that I know, I, I mean, OC, our boy Sean O'Connell, right? I mean... <laughs> How many UFC fighters do we do we really know personally? Like, I tell you that OC story. I was in I was in Vegas, and I think Bowler was with me, and we were talking, and we went into a sports book just to walk through, weren't uh, gambling or anything, and I turned and looked on one of the monitors, and it was OC fighting. And he was fighting some guy who was really quite good, <laughs> and OC got beat up pretty good. But I was going, how often? It just was weird because I turned around and said, hey, wait a minute. I know that guy. I've worked with that guy. There he is in the yeah. middle of the MMA ring. Yeah, he won that tournament. He won a million bucks. Yeah, it's that awesome. was later on. But uh, the reason I ask, did you see the story that Eagles QB Josh McCown, he played almost the entire game last week with a torn hamstring? Oh, geez. How in the world do you even do that? I don't know. I don't know. That seems impossible to be torn. That's that's what the story said. And I mean, by the way, I, this I, is the backup quarterback. How do you tear his hamstring? I, I beats me. I mean, basically, all he does is stand up and sit down. <laughs> he doesn't even signal anymore. They've got a like the the radio headset. Well, he played in the game. I know he did, but like, how? Do, so did he tear the hamstring in the game or before I, the game? I, I did I, that. I don't know, but I assume it was in the game. Oh, okay. But that's. I mean. If that had happened to Carlos Boozer, we would have heard from him maybe three months from uh, Wednesday. What's uh, in your uh, your pro hockey career? What was the most significant injury that you played through? Uh, I had uh, nothing really, really bad happened to me except for I, I had a fairly significant uh, shoulder contusion, I guess you'd call it, once. A bruise. <laughs> 
No, there are bruises, and then there are contusions. So you bruised your shoulder. <laughs> how how did how did you go on? <laughs> I don't know. I I hit the uh, hit the ice pretty hard. The 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 doc consider surgery? <laughs> no, no, but it did. It take a little while for me to you know. Yeah. I went in the doc, and he thought he thought. Well, he examined me, and they said, "I think you'll be all right uh, if, as long as you can tolerate the pain." So I said, "Give me my skates back." So I was back out on the ice. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh wow. Hey man. Uh uh-uh. uh. None of this weak stuff over here. Hmm. I remember one time I was in an auto accident and cut my head open. Uh, about ten, fourteen stitches I had to get. And I wanted to play in a hockey game uh, two days later, and they wouldn't. Uh, the doctor wouldn't let me. It wouldn't clear you. Huh? Yeah, and I thought, why not? What kind of car accident? Your fault? No, I was in the passenger seat, and it was it was right in front of uh, my high school. Even though you know, anyway, uh, it was a four four lane four lane highway, kind of with a little bit of a divider, but not a, a not a divider, not a vertical divider, just kind of a is this necessary detail? <laughs> well, yeah, guy. <laughs> you don't care? No, it's just like, you ever so, wonder when people tell stories and they just get uberly detailed <laughs> about stuff that has nothing to do with anything? Well, that had something to do with it. Uh, we were coming down the left lane in, in, uh, in the one going south, I guess, and uh, a car that was in the right lane. We were in my friend's Fiat. It'd be a little car. Well, thank goodness I knew the the, the brand. I don't know how I would have appreciated this story had I not known that it was a Fiat. And thank goodness I know you were going south. How on earth would I have processed this story not knowing the the direction that you were traveling? Wasn't there a Jack Nicholson movie? And this is wholly south? unnecessary. Anyway, we were in the left lane. And this big old Chevy Impala. And this is back in the 70s, you know. So this big old Chevy Impala. It was winter time, and he was down there in front of us. And all of a sudden, out of the blue, the guy flips a U-turn, but stops where the 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 slight median that I was describing for you earlier, uh, for a purpose, was. And he stopped right there to turn around, and we plowed right into him full speed. And and uh, it, it, you know why he turned? You know why he flipped the Yui? The half Yui, whatever it was, somebody, some kid threw a snowball at him, hmm. and he was angry, so he's going to go chase him down. So we T-boned that Impala, and my head bounced off the radio knob hmm. and cut it open, and it bled, it bled like crazy, and it stunned for stunned me for a minute. I saw it coming, and I just had a seatbelt. This is back in the day when you didn't have shoulder straps on your seatbelt. And so I had a, a strap across uh, my midsection, and I had this big, big guy in the back seat who was with us, and he smacked into my seat, and that pushed the seat forward and bounced my head off the radio knob. Ironic, isn't it? A radio knob. So anyway, so <laughs> it was bleeding, and all the traffic behind us stopped, and I got out of the car, and people were like freaking out because I was covered in blood. So you know, Lloyd and I share a theory on on so so these let me stories. tell you the rest of the story now. And I thought, okay, should I stay here or should I go into the school? So I went into the school. When I walked into school, everybody saw me and everyone started screaming. It was like some sort of horror movie. 
And I went into the bathroom and kind of cleaned up. But uh, then I had to go to the hospital and get stitched up. So, sure yeah, Lloyd, Lloyd and I share a theory on, on these types of stories. Like, the, the longer and more detailed, especially <laughs> with the meaningless details, I just assume it's fiction. Because no, you're just true. trying to tell everybody how true it is by saying, you know, no, I'm serious. It was a Wednesday. It was a, I, I remember it clear as day. It was the, tw- it was the 24th of March. So, so you think the you more were covered de- in blood and went the, back to the, the, you know, and you even remember the reaction of folks as you got out I, of the car. Well, yeah, it was kind of right, traumatic. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, none of this, none of this happened. You know that story. Happened. You could have just said, "Got into a car accident, T-boned a car, hit my head on the radio knob, and they didn't want to let me play." There, there you go. That's the whole story. But you, you sprinkle in these, these. It, you know, the medium was this far off the ground. It makes it way less believable. Really. It got out and there was blood everywhere, and I took three steps, not two, but three <laughs> steps. Yeah, no, it it makes it seem fi- fictional. I uh, I apologize for the detail, but the story itself is true. No, just like sure every is. other story I've ever told, except for two. And I, I, I now fibbed, three. I fibbed on two stories, and and I've told a thousand stories. Mm. And so you call everything into question. By the way, Ken Jennings, according to our listener uh, Evan, he lives in Seattle now. Hashtag Gordon stop stalking people. He said. Remind me again, why why am I stalking people? Somebody tell me where Ken Jennings lives. I'm that doesn't, sound, him, that doesn't want, sound like you're stalking I don't want his Ken street Jennings. address. I'm just wondering if he's still here. Okay, Shauna Lake. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> here, I made you a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. More next. Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Check this out. And now, your Not Sports Report on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Time for the Not Sports Report, brought to you by the LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles in inventory. Shop online, lhmusedcars.com. Gordo, where are we going today? Oh, we're going to Maine, and then we're going to Hollywood. Okay. Okay. The first story, I want to get your thoughts on this. Apparently, you know, this, uh, this vote that's going on around the country as far as uh, legalizing sports betting, and I know this part is sports, but the, the, the bigger question isn't. Apparently, in the state of Maine, both the House and the Senate uh, in the state have passed, had passed a bill to approve sports betting in that state. And uh, the governor had, I guess, till today to, uh, to do something with it, and she vetoed it. Hmm. So how do you feel about that when both the House and the Senate – make a decision about something, uh, and then one person steps in and vetoes it? Is that a little aggravating to you? Like in this state, sometimes you have a popular vote where the people vote on something and then the legislature changes it somehow. Mm-hmm. Where are you on this? On, the, on how America works? <laughs> uh, do, you, do you think that if both the House and the Senate pass something, that one person that's in a position of power steps in and alters that? 
uh, you know you can override a veto, right? I mean, there's checks and balances for everything. I, I like our system and the fact that uh, that the veto there is, I think, a very important part of how the system works. What if the uh, governor is wrong? Then they override the veto and they— Yeah, but that's not easy to do. Then you elect a different governor. <laughs> yeah, but that takes a long time. But that's the point. What's the point? That uh, You don't want some radical thing going on too fast that both the House and the Senate agree on? But, I mean, like, House members are reelected more often than Senate members and governors, and those sorts of things are different for a reason. Like, House is more reactionary, where the Senate is supposed to be the stabling force. So if the popular vote is for something, some proposition or whatever, and then uh, the legislature or the governor alters that— Claiming it's not really the will of the people, how do you feel about that? Uh, well, I think that I think referendums and those sorts of things are are a little bit different. I mean, if it's going to be up for a direct vote by the people, but then again, the the legislature's whole job is to make laws. So, You're I don't know. I, I get it. I get it. Why people are frustrated? What do you mean? Am I for or against it? I like the way the system works, and just because sometimes it doesn't go my way doesn't mean that I just say, "Oh, blow it all up." That's just not how it Whoever works. Said anything about blowing it up? You are. You're talking about no, getting I'm rid not. of vetoes. That's no, a huge no, deal. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm asking your opinion about it, and I'm giving it to you. All right. I'm not saying vetoes not... are important. That's a really important part of the process. I like the people. When the people speak, I think that should be seriously listened to. Just my thought. All right. The other thing in Hollywood, I want to get your thought on this. Universal Pictures wants another remake of Jaws. Yeah. Can't, can't we get some new ideas? Yes. I'm just he, reheating these same Did ideas. Did you read the original new- Peter Benchley book? No. I, I just, I think they want to go back and redo the original. And I, I it's been done. Now, I understand other classics have been redone, but I thought it was pretty good the first time. You know, I, I don't know if this needs to be remade. Well, it's going to be, and it's going to be remade again and again and again. You well, know there's been many... all the sequels. I read. Now, a thing... wasn't there a sequel when when uh, the, the 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 you know the kids were on a dock, I believe, or somebody was on a freaking dock, and and the shark came and ate the dock. And the kids fell in the water and started. He st- the shark started snacking on them. Yeah, but do you know how many Robin Hood movies have been made? I mean, this is something that goes back a long, long way. We're always <laughs> going to just use out the same stupid ideas. Was the original Robin Hood? Wasn't that Errol, Fr- Errol Flynn? I don't know if that was the original or not. But the- he was a contemporary of mine. <laughs> nice. Uh, but that story's been told, you know, in film a zillion different times. I mean. They're going to keep doing it over and over again, as long as we suckers out there are still willing to buy tickets to it. So a final question, and all you all at home or in the car or whatever, think it through. What movie should be remade? What movie would you like to see a new version of? Because one, uh, you could look at it like, well, they did a crappy job the first time. But if you want it remade, chances are you like the story. But do you want... An update or a modernization of said story. You want me to give you an answer because I've got an answer, but nobody. It's not a very gone with the wind. It's not a very entertaining. No, why would you want to see like the stop remaking the classics? I I more think of this as give me a movie that was 
completely disappointing and redo it and make it better. Like one of my favorite books of all time is called Gods and Generals. Uh-huh. And they made a movie about it, you know, 15, 20 years ago. And the movie was dreadful. It was dreadful. And the book is so good. I'd like to see them do that again. Hmm. All right. Just a thought. I just I don't know that I want to re- see once again another Jaws movie, and I'm not talking about a sequel. I'm not. I think I thought the first one was pretty darn good the way it was. Mm-hmm. What is the in the if they redo it is the is the shark going to win at the end? I don't know. Yes, Gordon, that's how they're redoing it. I, By the I way, I saw the script the other are, day. Are there 25 foot great whites? Sure. What they name that thing? The Carl. mechanical? No, it's Bruce. I think. Devon. <laughs> no, the the mechanical shark. Yeah, yeah. Jaws I, was, I think it was, was Ernest Bruce. They called him Bruce. Frank. <laughs> Art. No. No. Okay. Stop. All right. We'll have more next. We're going to get into the uh, to the jazz. There was a, a list released today about the NBA's top centers. I want to get your thoughts on it. We'll check it twice. We'll get to that coming up next. Ninety-seven five and twelve eighty. The zone.